Let's get ready for work. Powered by ACT, Ready for Work brings you the best and brightest in workforce development and career education with trends, innovations, and action steps you can take to help your region's workforce reach its highest potential. Thanks for making us a part of your day. Jason Jones here. Let's get ready for work. We need other ways to demonstrate it, more data-driven ways to demonstrate it. This really reflects a lot of innovation. Counties wanting to succeed and coming together and saying, uh, let's partner in this effort. We're in those meetings and discussing workforce, we were able to show them the ecosystem here that was created because of the work-ready community. I think sometimes as companies and employers, we get a little tunnel vision. But it really takes the help of the partnership and the economic development groups. Those are the voices of local and state leaders on behalf of work-ready communities, including Angie White of Louisiana, Governor Asa Hutchison of Arkansas, Will Coppage from Mississippi, and Nate Kubitschek of Crossland Construction in Kansas. We'll hear more of their feedback coming up later on Episode 10. Work-ready communities from ACT helps local areas align their resources and leadership for a competitive workforce that meets employer needs and generates regional prosperity. Today on Ready for Work, we're covering the journey to become a work-ready community. We'll hear from each of my colleagues on the WorkReady team on how to build and train the leaders to execute strategies, how goals are set for certification, how ACT helps regions engage their employers for success, data and information leveraging, recertification, alumni resources, and much more. First up is Fred McConnell, the director of the WorkReady team at ACT. Work-ready communities are built on solid foundations of leaders across multiple disciplines. Fred paints a picture for us of the leadership that makes a work-ready community successful. For our work-ready community teams within the communities, we're really looking for a complete makeup of the community. Many of our communities that work on this need to have participation from economic development, from education, from workforce, really the entire communities that have some say in this, because unless they have the entire buy-in from the community, they're really going to see areas where they're lacking in participation and in leadership. So within our work rate communities at the local level, we like to have motivated individuals who have connection within each of their sectors, who know the needs and the problems that those sectors are having, and then, of course, use workforce solutions tools in order to fill in those gaps. The most successful work-ready teams across the country are the ones that meet regularly, either on a monthly or bi-monthly basis, in order to share their activities with one another, in order to learn from one another, and how each one of their departments and each one of their roles changes as they pursue their work-ready community destination. And then, of course, as they really try to integrate this into an overall workforce strategy for the entire community, that can eventually help their economic development help them create and retain jobs within their communities. Next, Fred shows us the pathway for prospective work-ready communities to learn the ropes and how to design and execute their strategies. The ACT Work-Ready Community Boot Camp is where we actually sit down and train on an individual basis county and parish teams from across the country. These teams attend a two-day boot camp session. There are two of those sessions and they're cumulative. They're built on one on top of another. The first session, we really sit down with them and get them to understand their roles, their goals. We take them through what we call the North Star Strategy, where we have them look at their environment, what are their current barriers and challenges within the community, and how can being certified as a work-ready community 
help fill in those gaps that they're having. Once they understand their environment and the tools that are available to them, we really work with them to how they can best implement and use their current resources in order to deploy a successful workforce strategy that can effectively link education to their workforce and help them meet their local Utah development goals. In the second boot camp, we ask them to come back together a few months after the first session and share what they've learned over the past few months. Work Ready Communities is not set up overnight. The infrastructure is not set up overnight. It does take time. And we ask them to report out on what their strategies were, what worked, what didn't work. And we give them some strategies on how to better reach out to employers, how to communicate effectively to students, the education community, the workforce, and, of course, the EI development community. We want them to leave our boot camps with all the valuable information they could possibly need in order to leave this at home. Of course, the ACT Work Ready Community team is always there to support them. But once they do leave the boot camps, they're considered Work Ready Community alumni. And they are really the ones carrying the flag forward within their local communities to make sure that this infrastructure is set up correctly, to make sure that everyone understands there are certain roles, and for them to really understand the benefits for becoming certified and creating this type of workforce structure within the community. Fred leaves us with more secrets to success for Work Ready Communities in their startup phases. Our work ready community teams really require participation from all across the community. The biggest reason for this, and I've seen this even in my home county when I was first implementing this type of initiative there, there's a lot of different areas within the community. They all have their mission statements and they all have their daily goals. While all of those goals are really looking to better the community, sometimes those departments are moving in different directions. And if you've ever really seen one of those pictures where you have a lot of different teams and they're pulling different directions, the center of the rope isn't really getting it. So what we hope to really achieve with our work rate communities and the team leadership that's in place is to take all of those mission statements, take all those departments that are really looking to get the same thing, to better the community, to help people find jobs, and to grow, support, and attract new businesses. We want to align all of those different activities around one certain common language, that common language being work keys and them understanding that as a community, if they pull in the same direction, they'll be able to achieve not only their work rate community goals faster, but also be able to make that community a better place to be able to help attract new businesses and get people to jobs and work faster. We often use the term demand-driven to refer to the priority that workforce development places on employers. ACT just crossed a big milestone on employer engagement. Sherry Toon, the Central U.S. Regional Manager for WorkReady Communities, is here to give us that good news and more on the important role of employers in the workforce ecosystem. Well, Jason, one of the goals for communities to be certified as a ACT Work Ready community is the number of employers in that community pledging or supporting on our website. In fact, we're proud to announce that since the inception of Work Ready Communities seven years ago, we now have reached a huge milestone, 25,000 employers who have signed on as supporting. Their participation in that effort benefits not just their company, but that entire community. ACT Work Ready Communities is helping job seekers understand what skills employers are looking for, and it helps their local educators prepare students for success. Employer awareness of the NCRC is paramount. If students are earning these credentials as part of their career pathways, adding it to their resumes, obviously employers need to understand what that credential is. Work Ready Communities can be that conduit to do so. 
We know that high-quality workforce initiatives put employers at the forefront as work-ready communities helps employers meet their skill demands. Well, absolutely. And my background, as you know, is a long career with the state of Missouri with the Department of Economic Development. So I'm very well versed in how employers are a key part of that community's effort to demonstrate a robust workforce development initiative. You ask any business leader, skill shortages are an expensive, time-wasting barrier to effective hiring and training. And employers who use the NCRC in their screening process can determine which individuals are the best fit for their positions. And of course, ACT being in the research market as well, has a number of case studies that demonstrate that and how it helps to reduce hiring, training time, turnover. It helps increase overall return on investment. So when those employers participate in work-ready communities, they're not just showcasing their commitment to their community, but they're showcasing those partnerships that are key to economic development and success in that community. Here are some of Sherry's tips to help jumpstart employer engagement. Well, we have an excellent employer toolkit on our site, and a lot of the materials that is presented at the boot camp will be available for those individuals to help market their initiative throughout their community. We have of case studies of a lot of infographics that they can use and other materials that will be available to them to help with all stakeholder engagement, not just employers, but educators and workforce developers as well. Let's turn back to the field now for some employer perspectives with Nathan Kubitschek of Crosslink Construction, headquartered in Columbus, Kansas, in the work-ready community of Cherokee County. I think sometimes as companies and employers, we get a little tunnel-visioned and we're looking at our own workforce. Crosslink's great about supporting the community and all that, but it really takes the help of the partnership and the economic development groups. Crosslink has long supported education and raising the bar that way and pushed it. We challenge ourselves internally with our own education department to do the same thing. Our pay ladder now that we recruit out of high schools, we're looking for that silver or above and we'll pay 50 cents more, dollar an hour more. We really believe in it. We've seen the kind of the fruit of having that credential in our own company. In construction and in a lot of industries, certifications, credentials are a big deal. It helps separate what we think we might know about a potential candidate from what we can definitely be sure we know about it. We started using it and watching the effects, preferring that silver and above, and it's phenomenal. We lower our turnover. They uh, exceed and excel in our training programs. They stick with us. That's going to make my recruiting efforts all that much easier. Tony Gariffi joins us next as the Western U.S. Regional Manager on the Work Ready Communities team. Tony fills us in on how communities get certified and the goals they achieve along the way. Yeah, thank you, Jason. The goals are a very important piece of the process. We want counties across the country, uh, whether you're a small county, medium-sized county, large county, etc., to really be compared comparably to one another. What we call that is the common criteria. So the goals are really put together through demographic data, which is looking at populations, looking at overall number of people that are working, number of people unemployed, et cetera. We take a look at a number of different factors within the community, but we want to do that uh, same across the country and across counties. We have that common criteria, and it allows folks to present that data to ACT and the work ready for the team. We then use that uh, demographic data to calculate the goals using that common set of criteria. The common criteria is an equitable and straightforward process that helps evaluate each type of county based on their unique circumstances. Here's more from Tony on how ACT helps a county or parish set its goals. The goals are 
anything that we're you know, coming up with ad hoc. It's really a set process. So take a look at the demographic data, their population size, number of people who are working in the community, number of people who are unemployed, high school graduates. Take a look at the number of data points, but we do it consistently across all counties. Goals are so important because it really allows counties to take a look at everybody who may be going into a workforce or who's currently in the workforce. Tony shares more with us on the goal categories for the National Career Readiness Certificate. Current workforce is one of those categories, and obviously current workforce are folks that are currently working today. Some of the more important ones are really your transitioning workforce, which are folks that are currently unemployed. It could be adult education participants, further recent active duty military, and we take a look at the total number of employed and the total number of adult education leaders that we put a formula for that. The other category is emerging workforce. Emerging workforce are your high school kids that are coming out of high school or recent graduates. Uh, it could also be your college student or recent graduates from college as well. We look at that. So when you combine the three of those, your current workforce, transitioning and emerging, it really is going to cover everybody who's going into the workforce or potentially wanting to find employment or at least looking to maybe uh, better their careers. Supporting employers are a vital part of the process to truly align workforce supply and demand. Tony briefs us on the employer goal as well. The last goal that we set is for employer participation because um, I've always said you can send as many credentials out into the workforce as possible or as you want, but if you don't have the employer that understand what that benefit is to them and that wants to use it, then it makes no difference. So really getting the employers on board and educating them and understanding how this can be a benefit to them, having workers coming in with the skills that they need is a big benefit. So we do set goals around the, the employers as well. Service delivery of the WorkKeys Work Readiness System is how work-ready communities grow their talent base. Mary Lewis is our subject matter expert and tells us more on how we can get up and running through WorkKeys Service Delivery. One of the things that we like to do is make sure that they're aware of what service delivery is available in their area. And when I talk service delivery, I'm talking about testing sites for work keys that also offer the NCRC or the National Career Readiness Certificate. All of our goals are based on the National Career Readiness Certificate numbers. So if they don't have service delivery or they don't have those service delivery sites connected to getting NCRCs, then there's a problem with them being able to reach their goals. I usually can look up where all of the service delivery sites are in their state, and then we review that together and determine who they are, are they someone they can contact nearby and maybe help them keep moving, get started again, or do more, or if they're not connected to be able to get NCRCs, then we work with them to make sure that they can get those. And by doing that, then we also bring them together with you know, education community, adult ed, colleges, employed, unemployed, you know, the veterans, all of those areas that we cover with the goals, and get the whole community involved in in what they're doing. That's basically what we do with the new site is help them get those sites identified. And a lot of times they'll be looking at the list saying, oh, you know, I know that site. Well, I can go talk to them and kind of remind them that this is what we're doing. And some of these key points that they need to be sure they cover when they're getting people to fill out the demographic information and things like that that are important to them getting their goals. And the way we get good data is by connecting to smooth service delivery as data marks the path to meeting goals and certification. Work-ready communities make sense of their progress through data and analytics, as Mary explains further. 
Well, I think the website is the major data resource for everyone. And we have four different levels, really, of the website. And so there's the public level where site selectors, government officials, economic developers, individuals can come in and look at a kind of a holistic view of the whole United States. And they can take a look at the individual states and get an idea of what's going on with the NCRCs and the workforce in that area. Because of the very goals that we have, we do cover a lot of the areas that would give them a holistic view of the workforce by looking at those NCRC numbers. They can drill down from the U.S. to the state to the county view. We also have the data about employers where they sign up and offer to get to recognize or recommend the NCRC. So when they recognize the NCRC, that means that they're, if someone brings an NCRC to them, to an interview or whatever, they would know what it is and understand how to look at it. Recommend means that they would actually recommend that someone have an NCRC when they come for a job interview. We have all that data in there about the employers. We have it in there for the all the different levels of test sites. And then they can also see how they're coming in their work-ready journey as they're going through the different stages of being participating and communicating with each other and getting into the next stages of certification and maintaining. Local leaders of work-ready communities can dive even deeper into their data through a special administrative view. The second level that we have is the admin view, which is basically the leader of the work-ready community would get. So it gives them a little more insight into where they are, what they might be lacking for their goals, where they can work on those. And then they can run reports, too, that also give them a better view of who's testing, what they're getting certificates for. You can break it down by the different demographic groups. All that information is available. And they can also run a comprehensive employer supporting report as well. There's also the super admin, which would involve Comprehensive reports covering all counties and all areas, kind of taking a bigger step back and taking a look at everything. Also, we can drill down to the individual county and look at a little deeper into what they're doing, too. And then the fourth level, of course, is the WorkReady website. And so the team that works on that would, would be able to do everything that we can't do, which is make it look good and pull all the data together. WorkReadyCommunities.org is loaded with helpful data, but also features that help tell the collective stories of WorkReady communities. Mary shares with us these outreach and PR tools available online. Yeah, on the website, the admin and their admin view has the ability to pull some marketing materials that they can use to help talk to employers and take with them when they go to see them. On the website, there's also the ability to look in and see what news is going on in different communities. A lot of times, these work-ready communities will celebrate each event as it happens, each milestone. When they do that, they'll have some publicity that they can send us, and we'll go ahead and post that on our website, and then we link it right to their public page. So if we get something from Johnson County, we would link it to the Johnson County page, and you could go there and see what's the latest news in that area. That's kind of a neat public thing that can be helpful. You can track the employer growth, the NCRC growth. There's the ability to access this podcast on the WorkReady site. It's really kind of a central locating area for most people that are working with WorkReady communities. Once a WorkReady community gets certified, they want to renew those certifications and stay competitive in the workforce market. Lori Baldwin serves as a specialist on recertification options and opportunities for alumni of WorkReady communities to keep momentum strong. Once they're certified, we have multiple ways to maintain certification. We make it a little bit interesting. We add other criteria. One of those criteria is job profiles. Another criteria is improving their certificates. And the other one is actually getting college credit for the NCRC. So once you're certified, you get other options. 
once you've gotten through maintaining phase one, which is a two-year period, then you go into maintaining phase two. And then we add another list of things. And we're continually adding that to keep it interesting, to keep people engaged. And then you can do things such as proving your certificate level. You can do things like hosting regional boot camps. You can be a guest speaker at a boot camp or one of ACT's multiple workforce events. And so there are a lot of ways that you can maintain your certification and keep people engaged and keep it fresh. As local teams complete the Work Ready Communities Boot Camp, they have several immediate options as alumni. We have a quarterly call where we invite our alumni and we update them on the latest and greatest improvements to our website. We'll have a guest speaker talk to us about best practices. We have informational webinars, which are deep dive technical webinars on specific topics. We do regional in-person meetings where we go out to a specific area and we go to an area where people can drive in for the day and meet and we talk to them about current interest in their particular region and how we can be helpful when we bring in experts. Those are very successful and popular. Our Work Ready Communities alumni really do help our team with ideas and best practices. Interested alumni also have opportunities for leadership through the Work Ready Communities Council. We also, if you're an alumni and you want to be really active, you can join the ACT Council. Act as a voice of the participating counties, and they work in concert with the ACT Work Ready Communities team to choose activities and directions and website improvements. We basically vet them with our council to make sure that any changes we make to the program are going to be in their best interest. So it's a very, very helpful group to have, and they rotate in every two years or so so we get fresh voices. Work-ready communities are not alone in their pursuits as ACT dedicates a team to help communities reach their goals and achieve their desired outcomes. So we have a team of six, and we're always at your beck and call. We can answer your questions, you know, problem months with anything, questions, service delivery, you want to have a meeting, you want to know how your county is doing, anything we can do. You have access to us, and we offer, of course, our website tools. You know, when you work with us on Work Ready Community. The website is free of charge, and so you have access. We take care of all of your data, basically, for you. And you can pull reports, and all of that is no fee attached, and we're just happy to have you out there working in your community with the mission of economic development, right? Another chapter in the Playbook of Economic Development is regionalism to leverage resources and grow the pie of economic prosperity instead of battling for just a single piece. When a work-ready community embraces regionalism and expands the designation to neighboring counties, they scale up the capacity of the workforce to compete for larger expansions and projects. ACT helps facilitate regional growth, as Lori explains. If you're in a successfully solid work-ready community, you can work with us and approach your neighbors and friends in the surrounding counties and build a region, a work-ready region. And what we found is that work-ready regions are stronger than individual counties because you've got other businesses and other employees to pull from and it builds a region or a corridor in, in industry. It, it supports that quite well. So we're growing and each year we add more communities and the alumni team grows and grows. And we have quite a big group now, but we have the resources to support them and I think we also have a little bit of fun too. Yours truly rounds out the Work Ready Communities team here at ACT. In addition to hosting and producing the Ready for Work podcast, I serve as the Eastern U.S. Regional Manager. 
I had the opportunity recently to author a blog post in celebration of ACT's 60th anniversary by sharing the journey of ACT's first-ever work-ready community in Jasper County. We share the story how Joplin, Missouri used work-ready communities as a recovery strategy from a major tornado disaster. Check out the link in the show notes or visit the news page at ACT.org. As we prepare to wrap up this episode, let's hear again from leaders in the field on the value of work-ready communities. We were thrilled to learn that Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchison had this to say about work-ready communities in remarks he made in the Capitol Rotunda. This really reflects a lot of innovation, counties wanting to succeed and coming together and saying, uh, let's partner in this effort. I've had occasion to initiate work-ready communities in other parts of this state. This is the first time that we've done it in the rotunda of the Capitol. This is good. It makes it easier to attract industry to our state because you can demonstrate the workforce. Winning the growth game gets easier when you deploy work-ready communities. Surveys tell us that better than 80% of work-ready communities use their designation to improve business retention expansion as well as startup and business attraction. Angie White with the North Louisiana Economic Partnership provides insight on her region's pursuit of work-ready communities to improve economic development competitiveness. When we've invited site selection consultants to come to our region to learn about our region so that we'll be front of mind whenever they're looking for sites to recommend their clients, two different site selectors have asked if we were participating in the ACT Work-Ready Communities Initiative. We need other tools to demonstrate that we have a good workforce. And we do hear from our employers that we do, but we need other ways to demonstrate it, more data-driven ways to demonstrate it. We will be able to quantify to a prospective employer the different levels that our workforce has on their work keys test, and that can tell them so much about how uh, our workforce fits with their um, occupation needs. If you're new to work-ready communities and would like a consultation on the alignment and opportunities to grow your workforce, please let us know. We enjoy helping communities reach their potential and are available for virtual presentations for your team. You can find our contact information linked in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Ready for Work from ACT. For more information on workforce solutions, visit act.org forward slash workforce or workreadycommunities.org. We invite you to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Check out Ready for Work in your favorite app or visit us online at act.org slash podcast. Ready for Work is a service from your friends at ACT, a mission-driven nonprofit organization dedicated to helping people achieve education and workplace success. Now, let's get to work. work.